0: What is up guys? Welcome back to Marijuana Essay Weekly. Tonight is episode 67. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's 67 and we've got a really cool subject matter tonight. Uh, We're going to be talking alternative pest control. Methods. so uh, naturally we've got dean the the expert grower and he's going to be sort of guiding the conversation we both did some research but yeah dean um how's it going and where are you going to start the alternative pest discussion with us tonight yeah, what's up
1: everyone, a super exciting topic. Uh, we had the idea after our webinar, which we did quite recently, where there was a, a lot of good feedback related to sort of uh, a lot of questions about pest control and a lot of good feedback related to alternative methods. So we thought it would be something we'd explore a little bit further this week. Uh, I've prepared quite a lot of uh, cool information related to companion planting. And yeah, we're gonna speak a little bit about uh, beneficial and non-beneficial pests. And on top of that, just a few other a few other a few other methods Uh, companion planting has become something of, uh, of a passion of mine recently um my garden. I grew too many plants, and then my garden was overrun by <laughs> <laughs> all those sweet smells, attracted in all of the all of the pests known to man. And I've been dealing with a good two, sort of two, three years of loads of pests. And uh, yeah, it's just from from bad bad gardening practices. As we're going to explore a little bit further now. So yeah, I hope you guys are, are going to find some value in here. You know, it's uh, w- we speak. We're always just sort of concentrating on on growing on growing cannabis. But if we've got the space, you know it's as rewarding to grow a lot of other plants as well edible plants uh, plants that look good plants that smell good as well and just to build a nice sort of micro environment (laughs) Andy with the sneaky one over there so Andy what do you have to talk about tonight
0: yeah so what I've been uh, realizing of late and uh, you know having a mini epiphany about is um, yeah it's not just us that loves weed it's um the hojos and shongololos and all that they also love it so uh it's an endless battle between good and evil and uh yeah tonight we thought we'd break that down so the the clear differentiator that i really want to uh emphasize is that uh me and dean spoke about this a lot and, and tonight we don't really want to talk about uh, like sort of organic pesticides because i know a lot of you guys might be thinking oh okay you guys are just going to use like uh, garlic infusions and this and that and you know neem oils and things like that. we will get we 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 really want to do that as a as a talking point um, but tonight we really want to focus on no chemicals as our as our pest control methods um so yeah there's there's various different types um i'll be you know talking about some some of the sort of beneficial pests and then I think uh, Dean, maybe you can you can kick it off with uh, your segment. So, what well, the, the, the thinking behind behind
1: my new passion for companion planting takes me back to my time in the wine industry, where you deal with something called terroir. So, a terroir is basically like a microclimate that is found on each individual wine farm, and that's the reason that the wines would taste different because this microclimate has, you know more shade or whatever and it's just all in the end will affect the affect the end product and cannabis is very much similar you can have the different phenotypes of course but your different micro environments that you're dealing with indoors outdoors and greenhouses in my garden in your garden are, are very different and they will in my thinking re- re- <clears throat> result in a you know a, a different a different end result and uh, utilizing your micro environment and learning how to use it to the absolute maximum is highly important and mm-hmm. Uh, companion planting is basically taking uh, or cultivating a mini sort of uh, environment where you utilize cannabis and then a whole lot of other plants together in order to build a symbiotic relationship helps with uh, water retention it helps with pest control it uh, improves yields uh, so only good things there and on top of it all a lot of the some of the companion plants have uh, abilities they hoard different nutrients or they supply mm-hmm. nitrogen or phosphorus or potassium into the soil and then on top of that even further you can feed your worms which are you hopefully cultivating under the ground by chopping your all of your excess matter and instead of removing it like you traditionally would placing it down onto the ground it's called chop and drop and then your back your micro uh your microbes and everything can feed off the can feed off the the leftover plant matter and your worms and some of the beneficial mites will break it down break it down even further 100%. and just sort of back to the wine i think by building an environment like that you will be able to improve the the, the quality of your product and to master your you know the quality of your your cannabis which you're growing and now everyone wants to grow better weed for themselves so it's kind of a no-brainer and if you can if you can you know avoid pests and create an environment that pests don't enjoy you are working hard at prevention and as with anything you know it's easier to prevent than to cure something especially
0: on flowering cannabis plants yeah it's, it's really something that's that's uh quite quite interesting and it's like not many people think about it but it's uh it's not uh, specific to small-scale growers. It's not specific to you know, our home gardens and the cannabis community, like you said. I mean, it, it's the wine and wine's not a, a dick around uh, business. You know, that's, that's yeah. massive crops. Um, I know between crop rotations in the agricultural industry, they also have to do um, companion planting and they use obviously uh, cover crops. A, yeah, it, so it re- they re-nutrifies sow, the soil use. and all of that and it, it's so many benefits you know, and it's so cheap. Yeah, it's so cheap
1: and it grows rapidly and there's a lot of uses that you can get from these plants as well. Like going further into organic gardening, there's a method called FPJ or fermented plant juice which is basically the making the fermentation and then making of your of your own nutrients. And uh, also if it's not sort of just uh sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, you can carry on. Oh no, I was was just going to say that you can basically create your own nutrients by using a single plant type and brown sugar and then fermenting it and having these different companion plants that have all of these different abilities can help you create a nice broad range of organic nutrients, which is like Andy said, just so much cheaper than a lot of the sort of expensive things on the market and they give you as good results.
0: And there's one more one more plus side is is sort of on those benefits uh, just before we jump into like the list of common um uh, uh, companion plants but i mean i don't want to spoil the list but one of them is is coriander and i absolutely love cooking with coriander and i know it's got it's massively beneficial for my grow um so it's like a 10x win, win situation for me. So yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, you can, well,
1: let's actually, I've, got, I've prepared a little bit of information, uh, Andy, if we can just uh, screen share. Okay, um, yeah. So I've prepared a little bit of information. Uh, we are now offering Should a companion allowed. planter pack on the website. It's made mm. by the awesome Mystic Grows, and it's really, really a nice product. Um, so I'm going to pop onto that
0: first. I myself (coughs) have been been following my, my grow quite closely. It's, a, it's quite an interesting thing. So,
1: here's the new product and as you can see in the description down here, uh, each of the pack will contain some or slightly differentiations, always alfalfa though, coriander, uh, English lavender, basil, dill, marigold, or barrage, or chervil, so a few different uh, kinds of uh, kinds of companion plants here. And uh, even though Marijuana Essay has an awesome blog which I love with all my heart, I sometimes hop onto this vlog over here as well, which is the Royal Queen <laughs> Seeds blog. I love of the media that they put out. I've been reading their blog for many, many years, and have spoke about them before. And you know, there's just so many different beneficial plants that you could be growing in in your garden. The list here that we have in front of us is probably around you know twenty different, twenty different. Uh, Plants but I'm not going to speak too much about about the whole list you guys must check it out for yourself The one that I really want to bring attention to is the alfalfa Uh, I love what they say here called the king of foods Uh, it fixes nitrogen and then Accumulates iron magnesium potassium and phosphorus which are all the nutrients basically that you're going to require in your in your grow so just one plant alone is going to help you to you know regulate your, your soil better lessening your need for sort of extra nutrients and creating a healthier soil in the long run it also a lot of these plants have you know by building a nice sort of healthy root mass under the ground you can improve your water retention um, and slow evaporation which is important and alfalfa grows I have an image over here for everyone to have a look at grows sort of you know like on the ground so it's a nice crop that's not going to compete with height For your with your cannabis plant, plant you can grow it on the base, and your your cannabis obviously got it under the canopy, exactly, and uh, great for chop and drop, great for feeding your worms, Um, and yeah, an awesome awesome plant, and you can eat the sprouts as well, which is which is pretty cool. Alrighty, then the next one is dill, the old faithful. I love dill. I like putting it on my salmon. <laughs> <laughs> but what's nice about dill is uh, dill is a pest repellent. It repels spider mites. So one of the main things that obviously growers deal with are spider mites. It's an absolute nightmare, and they absolutely, absolutely hate dill. So if you are cultivating dill in your grow space, the aromas or your grow area, the aromas are going to be a, r- a natural pesticide or pest repellent, and then it will it reduce your reduce your risk of. Um, of getting of getting an infection and um, yeah so that's the that's the the door I'm struggling to click my next tab here <laughs> a quick one so marigold is a is another another cool cool plant which I really really like it's also a, a, a really really nice uh, smelling plant it grows super easily the flowers as soon as the flowers dry up they basically drop more seeds uh, and in my pots where I grow marigold if there's either you know a blooming marigold or there's baby marigolds that have been dropped from the from the previous batch so it just keeps itself going and it's uh, a uh, <clears throat> it does have some pest repelling p- repelling abilities but also because of its sweet attractive smells uh, spider mites tend to like to latch onto it so in your garden you can use it as a basically like a visual aid if you see spider mites on your Marigold they've probably gone there first so you can deal with it easily. You can remove the plant or you could, you know, spray the plant with, with something if you if you wanted to. Um, and then obviously, you know, to check your cannabis plant, but they probably would have gone to gone to the marigold first. So it can sort of make your, you know, inspections a big thing. You're inspecting, if you have outdoor plants, they're often big, hard to see absolutely everything. So utilizing something like this just to make your job that much easier is, you know, is why not? And like I said, they smell great, they get big, and yeah cultivate your own beautiful beautiful flowers in the in the garden um what does that look good yeah and then the next one is barrage so this is quite a big bigish kind of sort of lanky plant and what's nice about this is i've seen a lot of guys utilizing sort of it's a sort of nearly like a weedy kind of plant but it makes an awesome, awesome fermented plant juice. So it's nice and leafy. You can get a lot of plant mass. You basically take equal plant, equal parts plant mass and brown sugar. Uh, you mix them together evenly while processing the plant matter down to be fine. And then you put it into a sterilized jar with a paper towel elastic on the top and you leave it in the dark for like seven days. And then you separate the liquids and you can utilize that Per mole in your in your water to act as a natural natural um, it basically creates natural microbes and acts as a kind of fertilizer and a kind of you know additive that you can add back onto your plants and it costs you next to no- nothing so just another sort of point on why it's sort of important to be cultivating a broad range of different plants because some of them can actually act as you know something that you can add back onto your cannabis mm-hmm. directly with a with a very similar process and guys. The list carries on. Um, you know, check out the Royal Queen blog. Have a read for yourself at all of the different all of the different uh, kinds of companion plants and what they're good at. Um, and then just for the last two things, I want to hop onto two guys' Instagrams here. Uh, first, I'm hopping onto at the Green munchkin on Instagram, oh, that's nice. and you can see Companion planting in an indoor cannabis uh, grow bag. I think this is a 350 liter grow bag, full living soil. Uh, it's the fourth cycle that he's done in this. In this, and this is uh, we're looking now. It's a little bit down his feet, but I think this is like a, a six day difference in the in the growth from that to that quite impressive not even going to lie and he's got some really really cool uh, content in on his instagram page so he's doing it really really well and he's got a lot of stuff to teach if you are interested and then on top of that we also have the phyto.alchemist also a uh, big companion planter. He's done like Hugo culture buckets and had a very, very successful yeah. harvest from them. And I mean, this is sort of his growing over in the winter. The soil's fixing itself. You can just see how much of a jungle it looks like. Mm-hmm. And in the past, I would have been like, this would attract pests, you know, because you can't see in there deep, but you create a micro environment and, and and an environment that brings all, everything beneficial into your garden and it just gives you a healthier garden and i mean if you're growing one thing you might as well grow everything in my now opinion you're
0: giving it you, you know you, you're there nurturing it every day I, I did it while you were talking about the uh, the doll, um i was just imagining all these guys like alisting their doll. And like, you know, like trimming their basil and like defoliating the basil <laughs> plants and like the alfalfas, <laughs> there, they're getting like mowed and
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it adds a, it adds a bit of extra dimension into into the grow and I mean basically all those plants that I mentioned there are either edible medicinal mm. or. You know, flowering plants. So all of them will be used by you as well. I mean, I love basil. Basil has amazing aromas that attract multiple different beneficial bugs. And I mean, I'll make, I'll eat basil like on everything, basically. You know, yeah, so but more than if you've got the space, guys do it outdoor is easier but as you saw i showed you a prime example of someone doing it inside as well Uh, he utilized a big grow bag and then on his other other part he utilizes a raised material grow bed which we do have on the website as well so yeah yeah, that's basically companion planters from dean i hope we've inspired you a bit to go and check out some
0: some uh, different companion planters epic epic yeah and then then just one thing to add on that was um that companion pack by mystic grow so that's that's basically, so I got, uh, I got mine about a week and a half, two weeks ago, um, and yeah, I used one pack, it's like 80 bucks, and then I covered my whole nine plant and ten, so I just divvied it out, varied it amongst it. Sure, I'd like to have a bigger pot and whatnot, but I've, you know, I've made it, I've made it more. It's been like, uh, the way I have planned it out, I think it's going to look pretty epic when it gets to yeah. gets to that point. That's exciting. Yeah there 125 on the on the website um,
1: <laughs> just uh, for the sake of accuracy and yeah mine has uh, also done done super well and yeah, Andy's coming with a Lekka yeah. uh, presentation.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes man. prepared. Sorry just, oh, uh, I just <laughs> had like
1: links. <laughs> so um, I'm going to
0: flash through mine because it could become quite a lengthy topic so and close, uh, close your close uh, your your downloads there at the bottom.
1: Oh no! <laughs> it's like
0: facelifts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So there we go. So predatory minds, guys, it's uh, pretty interesting. I'm gonna jump straight to the first one. Let me give you something better to look at. And what we're looking at here better is better or worse. <laughs> hey, <laughs> they look like aliens. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, no, he's, he's a, he's a, if anything, it's something fascinating. So, I mean, on the right-hand side, we have the devilish spider mites, uh, very common to South Africa. Almost every grower that I know has had an experience with spider mites. They are absolute cretins, and I think they can all piss off. Um, so, yeah, be- basically predatory mites is taking your, your ecosystem, and instead of putting chemicals on it, you actually can introduce certain uh, other mites beneficial mites and these mites are going to then come in and they're going to basically tick and they're going to take care of all the larvae, and they start you know taking the they basically you you know you're sending like it's like using cats to catch mice at a restaurant you know it, it's uh, on a pest scale though so these pests feed off the other pests um and things like that so anyway so for the two spotted mite uh we're looking at the phytocelius persimilis um is the mite so that that's on the left here and on the right hand side is the spider mite just just to clarify and you can see how this um the phytocelius persimilis is basically eating away at it um i'll come back to a little video so yeah that's that's quite a cool one this this is a indigenous um both are indigenous pests to south africa which is really nice to know and then the next one is the thrips and predatory mite Neocelius uh, um is on the right-hand side is the thrip, and on the left-hand side is the thrip eating uh, the this fat boy here. is He's basically eats the thrip larvae, um, and yeah, they they take care of it. And then once <laughs> there's no food to feed on, they they die off. Uh, as far as I know, so let me let me just pop you over to a little video of this spotted spider I Yeah, just quickly mic. come
1: in here and say that that thrip up close looked
0: as ugly as they look on the plants, dude, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate thrips. So <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn some of the, let's turn the sound real low, I don't want to get copyright claims on any of this music. Can you hear it? No, you can't, eh? Oh, no. you can? Oh, no, you can't. Um, anyway, yeah, I don't want to tick- take, yeah, anyway, there's the, there's the, the benefit pest, Bene- beneficial person there he is there he is he's absolutely wrecking um i think that's actually a yeah that could be a spider mite or a young thrip um some of these pests obviously kill malt but but look at that thing It's taking it out no chemicals nothing Just taking it down Beast mode, dude.
1: He's taking him down. You're just like, here. I have some of this, and you just like, Kr! they just go out there and
0: take everything down, dude. This is awesome. I yeah, uh, 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 amazing product. Look at them. Look at them. There he's going for. So these are the some of the eggs here, um, and they they're going in for the kill shot. And here he is taking out that egg. Um, yeah. I mean, this video is really cool. I'll I'll try link it below. It's, uh, Local company, Coppert, and then just to jump back into the the prezi um, on the thrip killers. This is what I've been calling them. There she is, or he is. Um, so I mean, this would look pretty bad if you saw your weed plant. You're like, oh, Yuri, look at all these things, here, you know. But they actually they're on the hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah look at that dude look at that yes
1: it looks like it's like sucking it out like dude. raw or some shit dude. Yeah, like just literally like it sucking does. its insides out it leaves Kill just like them.
0: A, a shell of of what the remains and whatnot so yeah this is this is i mean dude, yeah I, I could watch this stuff all day it's really really satisfying and yeah sorry i i'm not a fan of thrips and anyway so that was beneficial mites and uh just on the last um up on that is sticky traps i didn't bother to spell sticky i just called them stick traps and yeah (laughs) cheap no chemicals great against all flying insects and better for indoor grows and outdoor grows i mean this is as simple as it gets guys it's it's really a environmentally friendly weed friendly smoking friendly product and yeah i'm, I'm quite a, a fan of it you know it just it says passive you don't have to monitor it it can last like entire grows and they dirt cheap
1: yeah they, they're nice biodegradable pesticide free sticky traps all important points there and yeah i mean i've seen them in a lot of grows we obviously have them on the site as well and they are definitely a cool product because you can also then see if you are getting things yeah. if you see shit stuck to it you're like what is that there, you know? You know instead of like inspecting
0: <laughs> corpses like under the leaves and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, like lying on your back in the tent, like yeah. looking oh. upwards with your phone light. <laughs> so many times. Oh. But yeah, that's the that's the breakdown of, of beneficial pests and um, companion plants and sticky traps. Guys, these are all different ways uh, that we can grow without um, using pesticides uh, or any chemicals on on our weed i mean obviously we uh, me and dean uh, we both uh pro, you know we're really pro organic growing and uh pro organic foods and pro organic weed and uh, yes there are organic pesticides which we think are super cool but it's also nice to just see what you can do with no chemicals um it's a little bit of a step above maybe um but yeah I, i'm really a, a fan of it and yeah it's, it's an interesting rabbit hole to go down and hopefully you guys maybe uh, learned something today also yeah really keen to see what you guys are doing with alternative methods please pop them in the description below this video me and dean read all of the all of the comments and we we like to reply to all of them so titillate our our brains with what you've been doing your your companion plants and your pests or anything like that yeah we'll love to see them
1: yeah, please, guys, any fresh ideas are always appreciated. Let's share that knowledge and let's all improve our growing. That's the end goal. And that's why we keep bringing you this cool content. And, yeah, guys, thanks so much for, for watching. I hope it was a sick show. Until next
0: Friday, Andy, what are we talking about? Next week, I think we are talking about fertilizers. <laughs>
1: LED grow lights, <laughs> LED grow lights <laughs> is next week. It was between the two. We decided to do LED grow lights next week. Fertilizes the following. So <laughs> sorry, Andy, put you on the spot there.
0: <laughs> I normally would have probably gonna that. get cut out. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, make sure to check us out on Instagram. We ran a really sick competition this this past week and yeah there was prizes to be won and giveaways to be won please make sure to like and subscribe and yeah till next week peace and love guys peace guys